Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I am so happy to have y'all here today. I am uh, just really, uh, I'm kind of excited to release this episode today because it is on a topic that I don't think it's talked about enough. And so before we get into it, I want to let y'all know that the pod Rooted is on uh, social media. Our TikTok account is the pod Rooted and that is our Instagram as well. So totally uh, pause what you're doing unless you're driving and go follow and there's just a lot more interactive opportunities on those platforms and so yeah. So, with that being said, let's get on into the episode. So, uh, in today's world, in today's culture, there is a word that gets used very frequently. And if you don't know the title of this episode, I'm going to just kind of rip the band-aid off and say that the word is offended. Everyone gets offended all the time about everything. It's inevitable. You cannot confidently state your opinion on any subject, whether it's Christianity or your favorite kind of dog breed, without someone being offended about your opinion. And I'm going to say this statement at the beginning instead of halfway through when I really get worked up. Just because you're offended doesn't mean that you are right. I think that we in today's world have a need to be right. So therefore, we can say we get offended on other people's beliefs or morals or anything like that. And all of a sudden, their beliefs and morals become compromised, therefore they become incorrect. Sometimes I wonder that people who say they're offended about people's beliefs or what they say or how they feel, is their goal to make themselves more comfortable in their own beliefs and opinion or is their goal to tear down the other people's beliefs and opinions in order to be right, in order to be correct? And we're kind of going to unpack that because that is a lot, but, you know, I kind of like to rip the band-aid off. So I'm going to state my statement again. Just because you're offended doesn't mean that you are always right. You could say that phrase in a million different ways and it doesn't change. Just because you are embarrassed doesn't mean that you are right. Just because you are hurting doesn't mean you are right. Just because you are depressed doesn't mean that you get to treat people that way. Just because you X, Y, and Z doesn't mean that you get to act and get a free pass to act like a crazy person and to treat people horribly. You could fill it with a billion, bajillion different things. And I'm going to ask a question that is a little bit controversial, but we all know that I do not care. Um, about the controversy. So here's the question. Are we as Christians persecuted 
because we are judgmental or because we do not validate sinful ways of living. Let's unpack that, shall we? Just like how I said we can get out of any form of accountability with covering it up by humor, I believe that non-Christians and some Christians, we can just say everyone, I believe that we can get out of uh, feeling bad about our beliefs by saying we get offended because, you know, God forbid you offend someone and their feelings get hurt and it's your fault. So you're not allowed to have your beliefs anymore because I don't like them and I don't agree with them. To that, I am going to read Romans 14, 10 through 13. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to pull any stumbling block or obstacle in a way of a brother or sister in Christ. I know that I talked a little bit about this in the abortion episode, but what is us arguing about our beliefs and our faith and offending people, what is how is that going to help anyone get to know God? I think that we as Christians are perceived as judgmental. I'm not saying that there's not judgmental Christians in the world. There totally are. But I'm saying that there is a light behind that darkness. And no, it's not always perfect. Nothing is because we are all the same humans. We all have pretty much the same mistakes. But I am saying that there have been times where I have very lovingly gone to some of my friends and some of them have come to me and asked me questions about their way of life. And I have given them the exact answer I would give anyone about what the Bible says about it. And if it didn't line up with their feelings on the subject, I was called judgmental and a horrible Christian for not loving them. And I loved these people very, very much, but I did not love their way of living. They lived a very sinful life. And so I think that one of the main issues with today's world is that we confuse love with acceptance. And there is very much a difference because look at the LGBTQ plus community. If you don't believe what they believe, And if you don't say that you support them and that you love them and that you love that they love men and women and you love that they can change their sex, then you are judgmental and you are horrible and you hate them and I'm sure that you want them to burn in hell and blah, 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 blah. I was reading something the other day about a Christian and a gay man having a conversation and that was pretty much how it went. And I'm not saying that there aren't Christians that have said horrible things to that community. I'm sure there are, but I'm also sure that these horrible things have also been said to Christians and it is persecution. You can call it whatever you like, but that's what it is. And, uh, I just think that some of 
the people that I have loved the most in my life have been gay or lived a party lifestyle or lived a very sinful lifestyle. And I was thrown out because I refused to validate their bad decisions. I'm going to give an example of the difference between God and the world's judgment on people. And the world will judge you and define you after your worst moments. It's called showing your true colors. If you lash out one time, you show your true colors and how you really feel about that person or how you really feel about that subject. But the Lord sees your best moments. He does see your worst moments, but he does not define you by them. He sees his child. And I want us to take a look at ourselves. How do you act out in your times of anger? How do you treat your enemies? I think that we so often judge each other so quickly, especially in our moments of weakness. It's so easy to lash out when we get angry. But I heard something one time, I don't remember where, it is highly possible it could have been the Bible or it could have just been me having a conversation with someone I honestly don't remember right now. But someone said to me one time, they said, how you treat your worst enemy is how you treat God and how you reflect your actions on his creation. That person, I know there's at least one, that person that you treated so horribly, how could you treat God's creation? That The same God that made you and made your favorite person on this planet also made your worst enemy. So how do you act out towards that person? And for some of us, that person might be themselves. But take a look at your favorite person on this planet right now. The walking, living, breathing. The same God that made that person and made their opinions and their beliefs also made your worst enemy. Or the person that doesn't believe in this and doesn't walk out a life of the Lord and lives in sin. I think that so often we think we have a free ticket to pass judgment on those that don't believe the same thing as us because the world tells us that our feelings of being offended are validated and correct when really, I'm going to be honest, some of us just need to get over it. I uh, obviously have mentioned that I am very controversial on TikTok. I will tell you straight up what the Bible says about abortions, about the LGBTQ plus community, about alcoholism, about porn addicts, about all of it. I will tell you straight up, there is no candy coating this faith. There is not time for that. We don't have time to morph what the Bible says into your feelings so that you don't get offended. I'm saying that I I told someone one time, I was like, yeah, I post a lot of really controversial things on TikTok, but, you know, it creates more views and whatever. And they were like, well, I'm sure you get a lot of really terrible things said to you on TikTok. I was like, yeah, but my heart is shielded from it. It doesn't affect me actually at all. Like the Lord just somehow has put his hand on that situation. 
And I was reading off some of them that were actually kind of funny just because they like the topics weren't funny, but sometimes I just laugh about how wrong people are sometimes um, in regards to the Bible. And I read something off and someone was like, well, why don't you just delete the, the negative TikToks or why don't you just restrict those accounts? And I said, well, if I have the freedom to share the love of Jesus and everything the Bible says about controversial topics, then they should have the right to speak blasphemy over it because that's getting into a whole nother thing. We can't, as Christians, go around policing what other people are saying. We can stand firm in our beliefs and there is a way for us to not get offended when people step all over them because we know in our hearts, the Holy Spirit helps us and guides us and Jesus paved the way for us. And we have that relationship with God, the Holy Trinity. We know what is right and what is wrong. And we should not let the person from wherever in the world who does not even believe the same thing as you determine whether those thoughts and those beliefs are valid. The only people that get to determine whether those beliefs are valid is you, Jesus, and then obviously the Holy Spirit is there as well. But, you know, that's like a whole nother conversation for a different day. The Lord wants to give you peace on this. And in John 14, 27, it says, I am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace gives you a gift that the world cannot give you the world cannot give you anything so why do you even give it the time of day to be quote-unquote offended by whatever someone tweeted or whatever someone posted that tiktok about because you know what's right and wrong and you're allowed to be saddened for other people who don't understand and don't believe what you believe and we know the truth of the Bible and we know we can see things and our hearts can be saddened by things, but you getting offended and going and telling someone that they're not allowed to believe that is not the way to fix those problems. I would love to say that we can just love them and love the people that don't agree with us and don't agree with, you know, what we believe. And I think that it's a very fine line trying to figure out how to love people whose only form of love is acceptance. And I think that it is very hard to navigate because I think the people we're trying to love don't even have their own way of life navigated yet. And that leaves us as Christians with an impossible task because we're called to love everybody, but a lot of people don't even know how to be loved. And so I don't really have a list of answers for you on how to love the unlovable and how to love people who you don't agree with or how to stay true to your way of life while also you know, going out into the real world and experiencing uh, kind of a little bit of what Jesus experienced with people who dislike you for believing what you believe and uh, treat you bad because of what you believe. And the whole thing is kind of just a mess. I'm not going to lie. It's 
it's pretty rough out there. I have been experiencing some stuff uh, through the past year that I don't really understand all of it. And I thought I was trying my best to love people who got offended by what I believed. And at the end of the day, know this, God is going to give you peace. And anyone that is trying to disrupt that peace that you have with your faith and your love for God is more than likely going to be removed from your life one way or another. Dark and light can't coexist. You can't shine super bright and expect the friend who just wants to be a ball of darkness to still want to hang around you. If people want to live in sin and if they want to continue their way of living, they're not going to want to be around you because your light is contagious. And it says in the Bible that people's hearts are hardened towards the Lord until they decide to become new. And I think that we should remember that. And we can pray that God softens hearts and we can lead by example, but just know that people that want to remain in the darkness will continue to remain in the darkness and don't let their decisions affect your light and how contagious and how bright it shines because the Lord has put us here for a purpose and he is going to give you peace in what you believe. And uh, just like I said a minute ago, that if somebody comes in your life and is disrupting that peace, that is not going to go over well with the Lord and it's going to stir your spirit up. And just know that if it's stirring your spirit up, it was not sent from God. That is spiritual warfare. And uh, really just keep an eye out for that stuff because some of the people that I still love the most refuse to be in my life because I would not accept their sinful way of living and their life. And I still love them so much. And if they called me up right now, I would call them and I would see where they were at. And I would just want to go wrap them in a big hug because I so much want them to experience the love of Jesus. And it shatters my heart that not only can we not share the love of Jesus with people in today's time without being ripped to shreds, but we're not even allowed to believe it. And it's the same stories that have happened in the Bible happening to us today. And I think sometimes we get confused because, you know, it's today's, it's 2023. We're allowed to believe what we want, right? But not really, because it's the same enemy behind all of these different issues that Christians are having in today's world. And just know that the Lord will give you peace. And sometimes it takes a lot longer than we would like because there is a lot of really good information and knowledge given to us when we go through spiritual warfare and we do grow as Christians and you grow stronger in your faith. But the peace is so amazing (laughs) and so reassuring and I can't even explain it. Like some things I'm still praying for peace on, but there's other things where I was like, you know what? 
I really miss those people in my life and I loved them a lot and I still love them to this day. Even though they don't love me, I still would do anything for them and I uh, am still walking out some forgiveness over some stuff that was said to me during the end of our friendships, but I love them so much and I will never take back those times that we all had together or anything like that because I have so much love for them that they could never understand because they don't have the same Jesus I have. They don't understand what true love is. They know about worldly love, worldly love that comes from tarot cards and crystals and astrology signs. We're going to get into that a little bit later. I'm still doing a lot of research on it, and I don't want to ever speak on stuff that I don't have research on, but there is a demon kind of love that is identifying yourself through things of this world and power of this world. And us as Christians need to watch ourselves. And I know that that was kind of a lot of information. And I know that that is probably leaving you thinking a lot more than you would probably like to leave this episode because I don't have all the answers. I'm still not besties with people that I would like to be besties with because of that faith barrier. But I will say this, don't budge on your faith. I have only ever taken a step back and looked at my faith when a Christian that I had asked to hold me accountable in my faith, like one of my friends or mentor has mentioned something to me that was that I was doing that was not of the Bible. Never in my life have I had a non-believer try to correct me in my faith and I've stumbled because of it. Because I have the peace of the Lord in my heart and I have reassurance from the Bible and the Holy Spirit that I am on the right path and the enemy is going to do anything to knock you off that path. And just be aware of that. And I love you all. And go out and go love people. Watch how you treat your enemies. Watch how you speak about your enemies. And... uh, really find a balance between love and keeping your faith strong. And I hope that that wasn't too much, but you know, I know that just like I said in the beginning of this video, I will never candy coat the truth. Just because you're offended doesn't mean that you're always right. And to go a step further, Just because you're offended and you are right, as Christians, a lot of times we get offended and we get upset because we know what the Bible says about things. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you have to speak up. (laughs) Now, Now, I kind of want to elaborate on that really fast before I end this episode, but just because you are offended and just because you see a different way and just because you know the truth and what the Lord says, yes, we should educate and we should speak up if we are given the chance but the lord doesn't scream at people he doesn't shout at people to try to make them believe what they believe and make them know that he is right i believe that the lord talks to us in very monotone and very silent because he will never scream at us because he has the truth 
A wise person talks softly and truthfully, and a fool will yell and be loud. And I'm sorry if you're wearing AirPods, but they will be boisterous and big, and they will speak foolishness over you, and they will say, our sin matters and our sin has to be accepted. And if you don't accept that, you must think we're going to hell. And you can say, no, I don't think that. I love you. I don't love your way of life. I do believe that there will be consequences after you pass away if you don't deal with this sin but nothing is unforgivable and I love you and I may not like your decisions, but I will love you and I will walk out with you through life. Do with that information what you will, really pray on it. A lot of these situations are going to be different for everyone. So pray to the Lord. He knows your heart. He knows your situation and listen because he's not ever going to yell at you. And so you have to make time to hear his whispers. And I love you all. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you guys here next week.